I V M. Hi guys, welcome to IVM Likes. My name is Naveen Narona, and with me in the studio today we have Abbas Momin. Hello. And Janam Devan. Hey guys. And this is the first episode after the new year we've come back to record. Yes. Yep. We were going to record this yesterday, but then the riots happened. I know. Yeah. And the still not show which side to support right now. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should have gotten out of the house today. Also, I know I was actually checking and seeing if there. Basically, one one more yeah. off day. Off day. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, like, work from home. It's like Google <laughs> News in the morning to see if something is happening. Yeah. I just Google News. I don't know how to find news. Twitter. No, I know. Like usually it's all social media, but yeah. like about like the trains getting cancelled comes very late on Twitter. It's after people tweet about getting stuck yeah. or something. Yeah. But I don't follow the. <laughs> I just like. But this I mean, not that I'm su- I support the band, but yesterday I was like, if this this amount of people would travel in trains normally, it would be such a peaceful life because most trains were like really empty. Yeah, even the roads. Because everybody yeah. was on the track such stopping the train. Actually <laughs> Anyways we, we digress But uh, while we are here We are now here to recommend some some stuff Because on days like yesterday When people are stuck at home Can't do anything Yeah You need something to watch Exactly So you till need, the next Right yeah. Yes So what I did yesterday Was watch this documentary Okay So I'll just kick off into this uh, the, the thing I watched is called The Toys That Made Us Okay And uh, it's about action figures And how uh, they all came to be Right. And uh, it's a eight part documentary series but four episodes are out right now. Mm. And it's Star Wars, Barbie, He-Man and GI Joe. The big ones. The big ones. Yeah. And and so each one has a different, different episode. episode yeah. Okay. And it's directed by this guy called uh, Tom Stern who has a good understanding of how to even do this, you know. Right. Like the storyboarding of this whole documentary, there there's some fictional elements where they are uh, going back into right. past to recreate them, huh. but also using the toys as just like Toys that we used to like do as kids, you know, like play with them and create narratives. He does a lot of that as well, along with the toys. Like you know, mm. doing a narrative flip with the toys. Like for example, if to- he's talking about He-Man and something bad had happened, then Skeletor laughs, right? And the huh. the, the action figure of Skeletor <laughs> comes up. Like so building uh, the narrative exactly. of the toys into the episode. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So all these little things was what made me appreciate the show a lot. Uh, it's something for everybody because we all all had like Barbie dolls at some point, yeah. Yeah. or played with somebody else's uh, action figures if you couldn't mm. afford it. Mm. I had a He-Man. Toy though, yeah. and back then I had no idea how precious it is, because he had those the thick legs which would you know which were rotatable. Right. Yeah. Huh. So I would just like take them and keep rotating them and <laughs> broke it one day with like any without any you know context. Did well. you have the Castle Grayskull set? No, no. No, even I didn't have that. I always wanted That's it, but it was American exactly. I was too too expensive. So at one point you do realize ki how weirdly capitalist all of this is, and like you're buying into this weird yeah. thing. But but for most people these toys are not. Toys at all Exactly They're more than yeah. that You know yeah. this, this people who, Like when you watch The G.I. Joe episode at the Towards the end uh, They talk about how People who had Father figures Who left them and all you know, Right Used to talk to their toys About their problems and all So it's it's <laughs> depressing in a way But also realistic for them right. You know because yeah. Because that's what it is hmm. So do check out the documentary The Toys That Made Us yep. Four episodes are out On Netflix Actually uh, based on that You should also check out This other show called Toy Hunter oh, yeah. There's this guy called I forget his name Jordan Hembro or something so basically uh, first season 11-12 episodes where each episode in a similar vein he goes out uh, uh, you know it's kind of built like those um, uh, like he sets a target of the money he has to make and then he mm. buys all these second hand toys and then uh, uh, assumes how much he'll be able to sell it for and then will he be able to reach that target but it is very toy centric and uh, it's a fun show also so you should check that awesome. out as well Toy Hunter Jordan Hemro only 
Jordan Hemroli good oh. good memory your boss oh, okay <laughs> so yeah that's my semi recommendation based <laughs> off your recommendation okay. but the thing that i'm actually recommending is actually an article uh so i'm still reeling from the last jedi uh, <laughs> uh you can check out me and navin talking about another geek fruit podcast as well another plug but uh, there's this very interesting article i came across written uh, on the website medium mm. uh, it's written by this guy whose username is @mastkalandar <laughs> and it's uh, the title of the article is rumi bullesha and the last jedi so basically this writer uh, whose name is jahanazeb he's is tried- he indian no he's pakistani oh. he's tried to uh, equate the so there's a uh, spoiler alert but there's yoda in the last jedi and the, basically the crux of the last jedi is the jedi order is destroyed the books are gone mm. and the jedi order has to figure itself out so he's kind of uh, taken that and equated it with the spiritual poetry of rumi and bullesha mm. about how they talk about how uh, the higher power that we talk about the, the religiosity that we th- search for ex- in 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 ex- exterior manner it's actually inside you so if you believe in yourself you will actually achieve what you want and he's tried mm. to equate that with what exactly the jedi in star wars stand for mm. and i remember when george lucas wrote the original films the he was very influenced by eastern philosophy like the jedi order is kind of like um, a mishmash of uh, of buddhism hinduism and persian uh, spirituality and eastern yeah. films as well eastern Kurosawa, films, exactly yeah. yes of japanese uh, cinema as well so it's a very interesting Uh, article he's actually taken excerpts from the poetry of bullesha and rumi and okay. sort of uh, side by side compared what yoda says in the film and how if you translate those uh, punjabi poetry into english it's roughly exactly the same of what yoda says so mm. it's 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 a very interesting uh, article do check it out if you google bullesha last jedi i'm sure that's the first <laughs> thing that will pop up yeah. on nobody is going to write an article apart from someone exactly like, yeah you know? so i was very interested thing for me to to see this so uh, check out this article it's called uh, rumi bullesha and the last jedi it's it's a very short read so just check it out noise and last cool. but not least janam so i'm recommending an animated short film called here's the plan it, it features a cat and a dog who's a married couple and they are both moderately uh, earning not not too well off okay and uh, they keep referring to a plan they have so both of them are very fond of baking and uh, they keep sh- baking these beautiful cute cupcakes in the sh- that's in why you ended up watching the yeah i did i did <laughs> and um, yeah they keep thinking of opening this bakery and they start working on their plan they have uh, they you know they one, one day they're baking and the oven cracks it bursts open hmm. or whatever and they don't have any money to replace it so the wife comes up with the plan the wife is the cat obviously she says ki we'll uh, get individual jobs earn more money and sponsor our bakery so they go out to do that but over the years they lose sight of their plan the dream oh, yeah and this is like up the movie yeah i was just thinking about it yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. i i thought a lot about up while okay. watching this cuz the whole uh, theme is very emotional also okay but is there a flip towards the end yeah i oh, won't okay. reveal that cuz um, <laughs> yeah then the i don't want to reveal the entire yeah. plot but yeah there is a uh, till the end you don't know exactly how it's going to end and what's going to happen okay uh, how is it old is it new the film kind of kind of new yeah kind of new okay and it's on and youtube yeah it's on youtube you can check it out it's an 18 minute one oh okay i checked out mm. the salad fingers oh what? it is <laughs> but it's fun to watch they just like keep watching okay 
How much did you watch of it? Like three episodes. Okay, like the first three. Yeah, like he just puts a nail through his hand and just stares at it. So I'm like, Jaan is watching some messed up shit on YouTube. But this is yeah, more family this, friendly. Yes, I yes, this is all. Yeah, yeah, nobody gets caught in the oven. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> Are there other characters in the film, or is it just the cat and the no, dog? No, it's just the cat and the mouse and the dog. Yeah. dog. <laughs> or oh, Tom and Jerry. <laughs> cat and the dog. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, it's pretty cute and adorable. And What's it called again? Here's the plan. Here's the plan. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. interesting. So that's our recommendations <laughs> for now. Uh, I recommended the documentary series "The Toys That Made Us" on Netflix. I recommended an article called "Rumi Bullesha and the Last Jedi." And I recommended "Here's the Plan," an animated short film on YouTube. Awesome. So we'll take a small break, and there's the plan, guys. We'll come back <laughs> in the break and talk about it. Cool. We are back on IVM Likes, and I'm here with Abbas and Janam. And this week, Jumanji is out in the theaters. Yep. Anybody going to watch it? I will actually watch the first one and then go back. Go oh, back. You have yeah. seen the first one before. I have watched oh, it, okay. but it's been many years. Uh, yeah, many years. Yes. We should do that. Probably. We should like sit and watch, watch Jumanji. Jumanji yes. One of these days, <laughs> because I think uh, what happens. In all of this, uh, you know, the 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 craze to produce new films mm. is that somewhere down the line they forget the fact that you know there's a generation that enjoyed the movies mm. initially and they probably won't come back to it. Yeah. Whereas we are the audience that they're looking for to go yeah. back to. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to, you know. Sometimes it's it's corrupted. Sometimes it's not corrupted. That's that's the right. whole point of what we're trying to talk about today. Mm. Is that nostalgia is great, right. but yeah. is it too much shoved in our face right now? And in all of that, does original content get lost? You know? Right. So, so I don't. I'm not sure if I would want to watch. Like I saw the Jumanji trailer, and it had the whole video game concept in it, and I'm I'm not sure if I want to go back. Yeah. From a board game to so something so but, technologically. But then isn't that what's happened to our generation as well? Now we're all on our phones. No, nobody really plays board exactly, games but, anymore. Exactly. Yeah. True. But. The fact See, that you're living that, that life, you don't want to watch, you don't want to relive it in the, you know, something that's so, been s- such a big part of your childhood, like a movie right. like this. You, mm, yeah, yeah, not so, a big part, but yeah. But even been, like after a few years of Jumanji, they made another board-based movie called Zathura. Zathura, yes. Space Adventure yeah, with, with yeah, yeah. Dak Shepard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> even that did not work because yeah. by then also people had already moved yeah, on from yeah. board games to like yeah. actual Nintendo yeah. sets, you know. Sure. So, so... And but then Jumanji now boasts a great cast like Kevin right, Hart, exactly. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Jack Black, and uh, Carrie Mulligan. Uh, no. no, not Carrie Mulligan. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Yeah. And Karen Gillan. Yeah. So so they have a great cast that kind yeah. of like entices you to go. But then exactly. I saw the Power Rangers that came out recently, mm. which was utter garbage. Really? I found. Okay. It I I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about garbage. it. Okay. Because it's the same same beats, but like the like Elizabeth Banks, I like her, but mm. I don't now. Okay. You know, sh- like I hate enough. The, the point is <laughs> because of Power Rangers. Yeah, but Power Rangers, as it is, was back in the nineties. Was campy. Exactly. Yeah. So I've been led there. That generation enjoyed that campiness. Right. Now you can't translate that way. Trying to be cool and with all these effects and everything, trying to be all Avengers like, but also at the same time, hammy dialogues. People right. are dying and being brought back to life. Hmm. There's a giant gold monster and nobody's getting killed by it. There's like because you're trying to make a PG movie also at the same time hmm. because you want to market toys for kids as well as keep the adults coming back to the. So you see, all these parameters are hmm. there while you're making these. Movies yeah. or, for, or for that matter TV shows now uh, We have some Really good New original shows mm. Two Lanterns as you, as you recommended Is yeah. something Very unique yeah. Though based off A lot of other stuff That we've yeah. watched As kids yeah. Yeah. But I was watching Another show That's a reboot Of uh, Thundercats Okay And uh, they're basically Doing a prequel To Thundercats Which is okay again Right uh, What do you feel Do you all feel like In the, in the bargain Of doing 
you know paying homage to nostalgia do yeah. they lose in the, the the side of the story i think it's a i have mixed feelings about that uh, a good story peppered with nostalgia i don't mind like i'm a big fan of stranger things mm. stranger things is, is banking a lot on nostalgia but it's also i think a good self contained story within itself mm. i'll i i would like something like that but but yes there have been uh, instances where people have purely tried to just put a stamp of that particular franchise or that particular property so that people come mm. but then it it hasn't worked out I can't think of one right now, but I can only think of the good, better examples. Blade Runner twenty forty nine, for yeah. example, I saw yeah. it was a very good film. Yeah. It, it, even though it had the Blade Runner brand name on it, mm-hmm. it was a very well told story, and it didn't it didn't uh, reek of nostalgia. It wasn't like let us put this particular thing there, this character, just for the sake of uh, you know having Easter eggs. Yeah. Easter eggs, yeah. yeah. It was a good, well told story with the proper amount of Easter eggs and the proper amount of continuation of the story. So that. that i like but yeah i mean we live we live at, i i was actually watching uh, a video um, on on youtube about uh, the video was kind of shot in the 80s kind of, you know 70s 80s but it was a current video and someone in the comments had mentioned that people in the 70s and 80s were like what do you think the 2000s will be like and we all thought they'll be flying cars and all we're doing in the 2000s is trying to go back to the 70s <laughs> exactly. and 80s so yeah it's it's kind of like a it's we, we all even our new year parties are retro themed you know, like this everything yeah. is just like going back to being groovy and yeah and uh, i don't want the 90s to come back though <laughs> that's the whole point right like we, we imagine that 80s maybe they'll recreate 80s right. a lot now in this mm. current current time and age mm. but 90s why would you try to bring 90s back like you know it's too soon it's too soon yeah. it's just like we just went out from 90s now because there's no bridging right there's no proper bridging yeah. of that nostalgia factor in the first place because we just went out of that right like we just like left our bags home and like came to work that's how it feels like you know Isn't that <laughs> that's very realistic also? <laughs> we all just had this existential thing on our faces. No, but like we mentioned Jumanji, right? Mm. It's almost like uh, the studio bosses were like, "We've got The Rock, we've got Kevin Hart, we've got Jack Black." Now, if only we had some property that would just make people come. And they were mm. like, they were like, "Yeah, Jumanji. Let's put Jumanji, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the brand name on it, and then we have the complete package." So, in in those, I haven't seen Jumanji, so I, the new one, so I can't. comment on how good or bad the film is but mm. th- that is an example of how let's take these this certain and then just just pepper it with this brand name and have people line up uh, on the streets to watch something just because they're familiar with it mm. so yeah i think of. one of the reasons they are doing this like you know the bringing the 90s back is because if you see you know the, the internet obsesses so much about the 90s kids that mm. i think the 90s kids are like the freshest batch of young adults so we've just grown up you know watching so much of cartoon network and a lot of these shows and movies yeah. <laughs> yeah. because they, they went around like only 90 kids will yeah. Yeah, now yeah. it's because it was the 90s kids who were writing those things they don't have any uh, experience palpable experience of time before the yeah, 90s yeah. so they keep cashing into that and exactly. our generation is the one which has been seeped into that yeah. capitalistic mold like, like you, even a photo of parleji makes like exactly so, hard, oh, so our generation is the one that that is being made to uh, make sure that we don't let go one way we can also look at it obviously now is that they are recreating a story mm. or like retelling this for a whole new generation mm. you know like because we enjoyed that we move on from that mm. the whole point being that for example tomorrow our kids might not be able to enjoy popeye the sailor man mm. imagine that like we 
obviously they made the the show in the 60s in yeah. 60s yeah. so we got that because tnt and cartoon exactly. came to us yeah. late and yeah. now the kids have internet so they'll probably yeah. never google popeye and find yeah. out yeah. the beauty of that show exactly so that scares me but when if somebody makes a popeye real action movie or like a reboot of that but but that's the question why are you scared of the fact that the next generation will not find that we found it we enjoyed it yeah. the next generation should find their own thing but that's because information before that never existed right like the early 1900s were like a dark period where people were reading papers yeah. right so yeah. now from them we went to making motion picture mm. and everything that has happened since then has shaped the modern day motion picture or tv yes. shows that we watch yeah. so there's a legacy to it we we try to go back to it obviously like if you're watching doctor who now as i said right. we'll go back to and trace doctor who's very beginning yeah, and then come right, back to the right. modern time and age mm. so 20 years from now doctor who doesn't exist mm. then will they'll never enjoy that that's because the they'll never go to understand it the doctor who will exist because the yeah. Yeah. The, the bosses want to yeah. cash in on that on that brand name it's a far fetched hypothetical situation no i'm pretty sure 20 yeah. years from now i mean look at the comic book superman mm. batman were created in the 1940s yeah, they yeah. still exist because mm. they sell because they don't want to that brand name go hmm. so i'm pretty sure 20 years from now star wars will exist doctor who will yeah, exist yeah, star yeah. trek will exist all of these mega brands, brands will yeah. obviously exist if if not be bigger and more worthy than they are now how do you watch movies in the 20 years bad man like i don't know just like I and mean, it'll be in our glasses in our glasses, in our yeah. glasses. yeah like, like streamed wherever you one, want one 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 glass netflix one glass <laughs> amazon prime <laughs> i hope the government gives us lazy boys The Now we're talking about like Wally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So precise. also like there's a there's a Hollywood blacklist for scripts, right? Where where all these original screenplays keep bouncing right. around, yeah, yeah. and no one wants to touch this because yeah. because yeah. they don't know if they'll make money out of it. Exactly. Yeah. It also becomes all about money eventually. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's which is unfortunate unless you have like a really major star. Uh, like we were talking about Arrival, mm. and I loved that movie, and exactly. it was based off a short story mm. which was in a in an anthology of science fiction yeah, yeah. stories. that guy that guy wrote Ted Chiang but then it had uh, a- Amy Adams attached to it and mm. she's someone who's an yeah. Oscar winner she's known similarly gravity was a big hit an original story but then it had George Clooney and Sandra Bullock again yeah, yeah. two big stars but arrival did not make that much noise when it first came because they uh, yeah, had very yeah. minimalist uh, marketing yeah. because they didn't want to reveal what's happening yes yes that's true that's understood even uh, inglorious bastards when it came mm. out it was one of those scripts that nobody wanted to touch But then it because had Tarantino attached to it, and yeah, any, so anything. Yeah. Then obviously Tarantino attached to it, and then like obviously right. wanted to like go behind it because okay. he wanted to do that movie back in the nineties before yeah, he did yeah, anything that's else. That's true. Yeah. But it was not the right time for mm, it. Mm. So maybe original stories will now slowly come out in in their own time. Even horror, I, I horror. Think, if you look at yeah. horror genres now, everything is like a Pet Cemetery twenty four. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Dead is just going on. And uh, but I think that's where the good, the, the better scripts are going to television. That's mm, why we see so much original exactly. television happening. Yeah, yeah. Because now. writers and uh, filmmakers have uh, figured out that that's the medium that is giving us more room to grow exactly. rather than the films because mm. films are getting more and more expensive by the day and mm. they they want that certainty that this i mean last year justice league underperformed i mean that we mm. would never have thought that a justice league movie will not do but good at the box office but so speaking did. of horror and nostalgia i have to say i really enjoyed watching it last yeah. year right. mm. like it was just exactly uh, yeah I, I mean, even those kids like it. It reminded me a lot of Stranger Things. I actually watched Stranger Things after it, so it just, it's just so. So let me ask you this, Naveen. Like you said, Power Rangers was campy, and it should have been left there. Mm. The It TV series uh, was also kind of campy, but then now they have revamped it and made it better. Yeah. So as long as you do that. 
I think it's it's, exactly. it's okay. So, so if they had done something better with the Power Rangers, I would have been happy. Right. What they tried to do was create the same like so Rita Repulsa was character back in the nineties show who was just like loud and this this Asian woman used to play and okay. half the time we had no idea because she was dubbed over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what Elizabeth Banks is trying to do is just like do that, oh, but like the menacing yeah, okay. Right. She's talking with a softer mm. tone, which is just disgustingly weird, you know. Right. So so. There has to be some level of you know like letting go of that and okay. adapting a new new style to it. Sure, sure. Because what the mini series did back in the nineties again with it yeah, yeah. was that they dumbed it down for a for a TV audience. Yeah. Whereas Stephen King's writing is menacing. Right. So even the movie does not cover even like forty percent of the menace that the that book has, but still okay. does a decent job of horrifying you as as a yeah. movie. You know. So so but, I agree. Speaking of books, uh, the one observation that I've made, mm. because I read uh, 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 quite a bit of science fiction and fantasy. So if you if you see in the fifties and sixties, Isaac Asimov mm. and um, uh, uh, Philip K. Dick, yeah. all these guys were writing about a futuristic uh, scenario. Mm. And even though uh, their future did have conflicts, they were utopian futures. That in the future we'll be living in a world which will which will have robots and electronics and all of that. Yeah, gliding cars. Everyone exactly. Every, yeah. But and and when I compare that to now, the the kind of science fiction or speculative fiction that's been written now, it's mostly dystopian, hmm. right? Because even in those books, the idea is let them like if you take the Hunger Games for example, hmm. let's send them to a time where it's almost Stone Age, where the the scientific revolution has happened and it has failed and, and yeah. now we're living in a world where everything is destroyed yeah. and the man is basically now almost back to the stone age mm. so that's also I think one aspect where uh, instead of looking forward most writers today at least the big ones are looking backward and they're like, let's make humanity fail to a point where they have to rebuild again mm. rather than the science fiction writers of the 50s and 60s who were like we will live in a society which will be Amazing, but then so, we'll question our humanity. What I surmise is Donald Trump is the reverse messiah for us. Exactly, he will actually, destroy all of us. Holy shit! And to build for nothing. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should uh, wrap this up. It's a very bleak note to end on. <laughs> like in, in the dystopian future, from now there'll be like uh, nuclear button enlargement pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that is Donald really. Trump is a dick. Let's uh, end on like what was the last really original thing you saw that you really like? I liked uh, Baby Driver. Oh yes, that maybe was, that, that was totally original. Was and I really enjoyed it. Pretty, yeah, yeah, that was good. What about you, Janam? Still thinking. The short movie was original. Uh, the, the the last original thing I recently saw was this anime called One Punch Man. It's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's really funny. unique. Mm. It's very funny, great to look at, and it's got a very original concept at the heart of it. Janam. Ha, huh, the last original thing I think I saw was Salad Fingers cuz I haven't watched anything like that before. Yeah, oh, you're in it's love nothing. with Salad Fingers. Yeah. Awesome. So that's the episode guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any recommendations <laughs> that we should catch up on, uh, do let us know. What do you feel about nostalgia induced uh, marketing and and movies and TV shows? Let us know. We are uh, IVM podcast online. Find us uh, we are on Twitter as well. I'm no underscore rona. I'm Janam Dewan. I am at a boss moment. And this is IBM Likes. Thank you so much. Bye.